listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. Here we go. Oh, yeah. All right, well, we got uh, Jason here in the studio. I wasn't replaced with a female this week. No, no, no. No, you are uh, you are the intrepid co-host. Surely this show will be of much higher quality <laughs> and content. <laughs> so um, I'm excited about this show because we have a lot to talk about as far as the uh, NHL playoffs and the mm. uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. But I, I did want to bring up something just real quick before we get into that because that will, I believe, dominate the... Um, the show i was uh i was going through my news feed on facebook to just kind of i don't know sometimes something will catch my eye yeah sure. and i'll bring it up on the show sure um i i believe it or not i have a friend you know when like stephen colbert uh uh conan o'brien jimmy found they haven't they have they have tons of like writers yeah sure snl People that you don't see, mm-hmm. comedy writers, not necessarily c- uh, camera-facing individuals. Well, one of my friends from high school mm-hmm. is a writer for Stephen Colbert's show. You did tell me that okay. before. Okay. So I'm going through my... Now, her now she, her and I are... We went to high school together, so we're, we're personal friends on Facebook. Okay. Um, so when I see a picture of her, I don't really think much, much of it because, you know, we, we've been friends, well, with, you sure, know what I sure, mean? Sure. So I'm going through and I see Fox news. I see a picture of Colbert and I see a picture of her and it says late show with Stephen Colbert writer slammed for insensitive, insensitive Barbara Bush tweet. It was her. It was her. So she's on the hot seat. For some tweet about Barbara Bush. And her tweet was this. Rest in peace, Barbara Bush. The only woman who was 92 for 30 years. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> See, now I think that's funny. Now, that is funny. and of Because course, she's been old forever. She has been. It, Barbara Bush has seemed, and uh, um, with all due respect, she has seemed like she's been very old for a very long time. She had the white fro for like 45 years. Yeah, it's yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so the reason why I I bring this up is that is exactly how a late night joke is set up. Stephen Colbert comes out and says, um, so in the news, uh, um, Barbara Bush, uh, former first lady and um, has passed away. Yeah. And then, so that's the, this is how they're set up. They say something that's true. Yes. And then the next statement is something, is the joke. The punchline. Is the punchline. So (laughs) it looks like Barbara Bush has passed away. Our condolences to the Bush family. But you know, um, you know, she was known for Barbara Bush was uh, the only woman who was 92 for 30 years. And then that, that, and then you get the laugh. So it, it, so here, here's why I'm bringing my friend tweeted that she gets in trouble but what if she wrote that as a joke tonight for colbert and he said it 
what would the reaction be? Now, of course, conservatives are going to say anything he says is uh, crap. But right, like, right. would it be as insensitive if it was just a joke on the show? Or do things get more heat because it's a tweet? You know, I just thought it was something interesting. It's it's cool that someone that I, I knew very well in high school ha- is now, you know, part of the Fox News. I'm reading the article. Yeah. I, it, <laughs> I just think that that's like, if you can't take a joke. Yeah. I mean, that that's not even like insensitive. No, no, it isn't. It, it's, just, it, it's just an observation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I was talking to somebody yesterday. I was like, you're not actually surprised that she died, right? Yeah. They're like, well, kind of. I'm like, she was old when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I like the only Barbara Bush I've ever known is an older woman. Yes. I, I, I've never, I mean, I've seen the younger Barbara Bush in... in uh, a photo. In fo- yeah, but like in 1980, um, when she was the... the uh, the the wife of the vice president she was an old woman she was so old yeah 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 and then when he took office in 88 yeah she was old he, she was old yeah <laughs> that's why like kids would sit on her lap because like she yeah. looked like your grandma she looked like your grandma exactly yeah you think you know like kid wants to go sit on melania trump's lap well he like <laughs> wet his pants <laughs> That's, you know yeah, what I mean? That, that, that's correct. Yeah. That 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 is that is correct. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not a surprise. I mean, she yeah. was like 178. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always thought George would would go first. Have you? They showed a picture today. I was at my mom's house. We were just kind of watching. Well, the news was on, but we muted it. We were talking. <coughs> oh yeah. And they showed a picture of. Uh, um, a recent picture of Barbara Bush and George H.W. Bush, and she looks perfectly fine. fine. Yeah, she actually looked pretty good. He looks she, like she actually looked better like recently than she did like yeah. five years ago. Yeah, she, she was like Benjamin Button. Yeah, she, she, she was in. She was going. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always thought that he was going to have like a skydiving accident. Yeah, or yes, you know, yeah. because he'd forget to pull the cord. Uh, yeah, so, he would maybe so. just fall asleep midair. <laughs> Not totally. You know what I mean? But if you look, so I'm looking at this picture that they're they're showing on the news, and there's Barbara Bush, who's obviously 92, but she yeah. looks like she's perfectly. She looks more like more like an 82, if you if you if you will. And then, you know, there's George H.W., who lo- who literally looks like he's like at any moment could just pass away. Very frail. Yeah, he's looking rough. And I'm I'm surprised that it won't be long. No, my my mom thinks that it'll be kind of like a, like six months, like a Johnny Cash yeah. situation. Like after June Carter Cash passed away, it was just a matter of months yeah. before John Johnny Cash left this earth. But well, we'll see. Yeah. But, you know, I was, because, you know, you know, hey, this is more of a conservative-leaning show, but uh, I also am... It's nice of you to acknowledge that. You know, but it's also like, so, you know, it's not going to be like, that's insensitive, like, someone passed away, there's there's a mourning family, because that's what I like, like Listen, the... Uh, Bush 41 was the president who didn't know 
how much a gallon of milk cost. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. And then he didn't understand like the conveyor belts. Well, the yeah, the how the, the grocery store. Yeah, he was be, like, what is this? Yeah, because they. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he was the head of the CIA at one point. Yeah. Um, then he was, but it's still like he not was, a touch thing. Like he if was, you're gonna go to the grocery store, somebody should give you a heads up. Yeah, they should like be like how it works. Yeah. <laughs> now, sir, um, we know that you haven't been to the store since 1945. Right. Um, we have this new thing now. Yeah. Um, when it scans the item and it'll beep, it'll beep. Yes, it'll beep, and the beep that means that it's properly scanned the item. Yes. The price is then taken to the computer, and then they tell you what you owe them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. We have that in America? They were yes, like, a gallon of milk, he was like, 28 cents? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no. <laughs> Add a dollar to that. He was like, shit. Shit. <laughs> You know, I think that's probably the most interesting thing um, I was reading on Facebook. He didn't do a lot. What, George H.W.? He was sort of, well, he was in between. He was the guy yeah, that. He was a transition He president. was a transition guy, right? And he's the last guy to only do four years. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So we've had you know, eight, eight, eight year runs for the past three. Right. So, you know, he's, just, I don't want to say he's like forgotten president, but he's sort of like. Well, what's interesting is, I mean, he he was in the White House for, you know, 12 years. That's a long time. It is. Because, you know, he was doing the vice president thing, and then he became president. And I think it was one of those things where it's like, wow, we've had... This guy's been around for a while. Yeah. And... But then... But then... We got a Democrat. Yeah. With Billy Bob. Yep. And then people were like, we haven't had enough Bushes yet. Yeah, yep, yep. Let's let's hire his son. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's hire his son. Son, yeah. what's what have you done? What's your accomplishment? He's like I ran some baseball teams into the ground. Yeah. And uh <laughs> really screwed up an oil company. Yeah, yeah. Hire me. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> right. He couldn't beat Al Gore. I mean, he barely beat Al Gore. Yeah, it was like it was hanging well, chads. It was actually, you know, it it was it was decided by the Supreme Court who who was the president of the United States. Yeah, that was an interesting election. Right, Al Gore. Yeah, he'll never. Al Gore would have won the election. All he needed to do was win his own state. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, Arkansas. Yeah. He refused to have Clinton campaign for him. He would have won Arkansas. You know what? I don't. I don't. I remember that. I don't remember. Th- he didn't that, want anything that. to do with. Um, he removed himself from Bill, but Bill was still in Democrats' Bill. eyes. You know, Bill's like. Yeah, he's like the king. Yeah. If he would have let Bill go to his hometown, he would have won. You know, that's interesting because I was thinking about the next election, and you know, Hillary. Hillary hasn't helped herself much in my mind since losing she continues to blame everyone but herself whatever yeah. you know and and i wonder whoever runs against uh trump in 2020 um how much she'll be involved i don't think it's going to be her no i don't think it'll be her either but i do believe that um i do believe that Whoever runs gonna is gonna keep her at a arm's length. Like, yeah, 
she might do some the real extreme, like go to California and hang out. Sure, yeah. But like, but like swing state stuff. Swing state, she won't be seen. Yeah, I doubt it. No, I because mean she got hammered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, she got hammered. Yeah. She got hammered. And and it's just it's such public knowledge that she refused to go to like Michigan. She she refused to go to the states that she just took for granted. And built in you, you saw bi- Bill was like, yeah, I'm not your campaign manager, but you might want to. Yeah, you might. And wa- she didn't listen to Bill. Yeah, I mean, listen, Bill. If Bill's I was, a savant, he's a yeah. political savant. Yeah, he knows how to win. He knows how to win. He knows whether how you to, like him or not. He is a genius. Yeah, and she didn't listen to her own husband, and that's just unfortunate. <laughs> well, listen. Yeah, I don't know how they're still like married. Uh, it's it's just for politics. It's, it's in crazy. my mind, it's just for it's just because like, um, if she divorced Bill right after he was president, before she became a senator. And then went on to Secretary of State, and then running for president, and all that. It it doesn't look good. No, it, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, I think I think the last single guy we had as president was um, Grover Cleveland. I think he was single when he was Grover elected. Cleveland. I think so. I gotta look that up. But think about it though: presidents are married, have two and a half kids, like a dog, a dog. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like when you run for president, it needs to look like. The ideal cookie cutter kind of thing, you know. Um, and if you have Hillary running and her husband is divorced, you know, she's divorced from Bill, it's and then she, you know, has like a boyfriend or maybe a girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> just on my mouth a little bit. <laughs> she's like, yeah. She's a bit rough, brother. You know, there's so much going on right now. And, you know, we were we were ha- we had the news on in the background. Things like Robert Mueller and James Comey. And it's so much that I, I not I said to my mom, my mom, I'm not paying attention. She goes, you need to be paying attention. I said, I got I, it's just it's not affecting me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what Robert Mueller. I, I, it, it, is he helping me sell a car? No, I'm not really interested then. Because it's just it's it's so much noise and there's so much crap going on that I'm just really interested in how's the economy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested though in like Syria, Kim Jong Un, that kind of stuff. All this Russian collusion bullshit that yeah, that, that. that lawyer and stuff. That's all just political nonsense. Comey's just trying to sell a book. He's just trying to sell a I book. Yeah, that does. It, he doesn't matter to me. You know what? You know what I do care about. And I'm not, I won't get into the details, but somebody visited me today at work. Okay. And in the past year, this person had a child. Okay. And they don't work. Okay. It was, they got an unbelievable amount of money back for, for, on taxes. Makes me puke. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I I was told the number. Mm-hmm. And, like, he had to, like, lift my jaw off the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Who's paying for that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't work, right? But you, you got... You got a huge refund. It made what I got look like 
like you could have left it as a tip. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the government saying here, just just you know, go 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 get an ice cream. Yeah. Just <laughs> go have more babies. Yeah. Go have more babies, and we'll send you money. I was yeah. appalled. Yeah. I was appalled. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I like, couldn't believe it. Yeah. This is a carryover from something that was broken in the nineties. Yeah. Bush forty three ignored it. Yeah. Barack Obama loved welfare. Sure. Oh yeah. And Trump ran on the principle that we were getting rid of all this bullshit. Yeah. Well, or it was putting a stop to it, and it, it, it's, it's, it's it has not. He's not done so because fewer and fewer people are paying for more and more people. Yes. Yeah. And that's how that's how economies slowly but surely fall. They fall. Yeah. And our economy will topple. Yeah. I believe that because it's not a sustainable model of success. Yeah. There has to be a time where we say, toughen up, pick yourselves up by the bootstraps, and learn how to live like an adult. Yeah, definitely. Like a big boy. Because I... Myself and you are getting penalized for working hard. Yes. Yeah. And there's very little incentive Mm -hmm. for others to, one, work full time, Uh two, work part time now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And three, not have children. Yeah. The way out is to have babies. (laughs) <laughs> that you can't afford yeah yeah that's unfortunate mm-hmm. that that pisses me that kind of stuff pisses me off yeah see that's like real shit right there i mean that's like you know it, it's just not it's not right but there's lots of reasons for it there's uh tons of reasons why the democratic party uh pushes those kinds of programs it creates voters uh, it basically solidifies parents as voters and breeds their children as, yeah, as voters. Yeah, the problem is that these people who, for the most part, are uneducated, uh-huh. um, they didn't. They don't always go out to vote. Not yet. That yeah. That's yeah. part of the problem. The Democrats yeah. lose because they give, 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 and yeah. then when it comes time for them to take any responsibility for their own life, they didn't go vote. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then they're the first people to cry when Republicans or whatever want to pull it off. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, did you vote? No. Well, that was your chance to talk. That was because you know all this protesting, all that nonsense. You know, I'm I I did a little protesting in um in college, uh, but it it just a little bit, and it was more it, Republican protesting is rarely on the scale of Democratic protesting or conservative liberal. If you want to look at that that way as well, but um. You know, I I truly believe that the 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 only best protest that you get is your is your vote. You can march and march and march, but at the end of the day, you have to go and vote because that's when that's the only way to change things. Really, is to make is to vote for people that agree with you and right. want to change what 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 you want to change. Right. And like if people uh, in Utah wanted to change something about their state. Yeah. They shouldn't keep voting for Orrin Hatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, you're just going to get the same thing over and over again. Right. Yeah, yeah. Orrin Hatch, yeah. 
Yeah. But anyway. anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's the the uh, political talk is now done. And now we're going to move into the real story here. The real stuff that's happening in Pittsburgh right now are the playoffs. Um, playoffs? Playoffs. Um, you know, it's kind of, I'm not sure where to start with, with the Penguins uh, because their dominance is um, at such a level that I'm not sure where to start. You know what I mean? Like... What like what do you think? What do you think is the happened to the the Flyers? Like why do you think they've really posed such a, a, a they poked the bear? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. That's what I think happened. The Penguins weren't playing that great going into the playoffs, but they drew the one opponent that makes them emotional. Uh huh. The Penguins need to play with emotion. Yes. Not over the line. Not not taking penalties and getting mm-hmm. into fights. The playing where it's like, we want to embarrass you emotion. Sure. Yeah. And I think that if we would have played like the Devils or, you know, even, you know, Columbus or something like that, I don't know if we would have had the same. Yeah. You, you like know vigor. I mean? yeah, yeah. The same yeah. Like, like vigor to like sort to, of swagger to, to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like this was the best scenario for us. Yeah. Because it, it woke us up. Yeah. It got us into the, okay, we got to flip the switch. Sure. And play. Sure. I, I think that helped a lot. Yeah. So, um, the first game we destroyed them. Yeah. I don't think like they sent like the B team or something. And then. The second game, we actually didn't play bad. We had a lot of posts, missed the net a lot, uh-huh. missed some easy chances, and they won. And the third game, we just put the clamps down. Yep. And then last night's game, you know, that was kind of the swing game because now we we got home ice back, but game four, they can hold serve. Like, you know, it would be 2-2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dismantled them. That was a real... That was an ass kicking. That was old fashioned ass kicking. That was something to watch. It's something to watch. You know, I've been watching. um, I I don't really do this often, but I've actually just been watching other hockey this season. That's good when I'm home. And you know, I I watch other teams, and they're great. I mean, they're in the playoffs. They have superstars, whatever. Um, But then you watch like the Penguins, and you watch how like Malkin and Crosby play, and Phil Kessel. And and you're like you're like how did this happen? Like how who who brought these these people together? It, it works. Like it, it, you know what I mean? Like who who had that? I mean, it's, I know who it is, but who was think what like clairvoyant? Like like what what deal did someone sign mm-hmm. or soothsayer to go? Hey, you need to go get Phil Castle. You know what I mean? You need to go get this person and this. You know, it's right. it's incredible. To have the yeah. okay, there's one phrase I never want to hear any uh, hockey sense. I was watching <laughs> this game. I don't remember which one it was. Was it Pierre Maguire talking about hockey? I sense? don't know which guy it was, but it was like, well, he's just got great hockey sense. And then like two minutes later, it's like, well, he was coming down with great hockey sense. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's like five people in the world with great hockey sense. Yeah, the Penguins have two of them on their team. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's kind of like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, the other series, 
I expect the Penguins to win tomorrow night and wrap it up. Sure. Um, get some rest. Everybody heals up. Wait for the next opponent. Yeah. Tonight, big game tonight. Columbus and Washington. That's a big when, game. When does that start? 7 or okay. 7.30. Yeah, that's yeah. a big game. Yeah. Um, we play the winner of that series. So okay. I'm hoping that goes 7. So Yeah, so they're tired and... You know and they're I mean? playing a lot of overtime games and yeah. things like that. I mean, but two the, overtimes. That's a lot. It's a lot of hockey. My picks are are kind of in the balance. I picked Toronto in seven. Yeah. I picked um, uh, Vegas swept LA. I picked Vegas, but in seven. So I kind of got that right. So you picked Vegas in seven thinking that LA. I mean, I, what is going on with now? I knew the when they decided to do a draft for Vegas where they kind of get to pick a player from each team mm-hmm. i knew that they were going to be able <clears throat> to put together a competitive team yeah. cuz when you're going to take someone like flurry and um james well, neal as soon as you get flurry you, yeah. you you are you already have a chance yes exactly okay, exactly you, you could put out there a bunch of fourth liners yeah. and you might win 30 games because yeah. You're gonna be in the game. Yeah, sure. Because Flurry's gonna keep he's like you there. that good. He's gonna keep you there. Yes, and but you know the fact that they came together. It's as like a team. It was kind of like a, it's like a fantasy team. The Knights are kind of like a fantasy team. Yeah, but they were they were still players that the teams who didn't keep them decided not to protect. That's true. Okay, they they are not. But ours really ours wasn't based on skill. It was just based on money. Like, Our decision was based on Flurry made too much money. He made too much money. We've had him since 03. We've won three cups with him. Matt Murray is half as expensive or whatever it is. It was also about giving Flurry a chance to be a starter somewhere else. That's true. He is he was no he longer the to, starter here. People need to understand about Flurry, whether you like him or not, because goaltending is like very, you know, polarizing. Yeah. Mark Andre Flurry is going to the Hall of Fame. Yes. Oh, He's yeah. a Hall of Fame goaltender, and there's very, very, very few teams who can say, I played in front of a Hall of Fame goaltender. Yeah. That That's it. Like, yeah. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Name another goalie right now in the league playing. I'm talking about playing. That you can say, that guy's going to the Hall of Fame. Oh. Other than Matt Murray, because he's yeah. won two cups and he's 23. Yeah. And maybe he might get a third. Yeah. Well, the Washington Capitals can't say that. Hopey. Hopey. He's okay. a he's a douche. Yeah. I don't like his face. No. 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 no I don't like his face. The Flyers, they can't find a goaltender. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, okay. The Leafs have Frederick Anderson. He's not a Hall of Fame goaltender. Yeah. Yeah. Boston has Tukarask. He needs to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Not a Hall of Fame goaltender. Yeah. Um, who who the Devils have Corey Schneider? He just got back in. He's the number one goalie. He just took over. Okay. They're idiots and started their backup. Um, Why Tampa would they- Bay has Vasilevsky? He's not a Hall of Fame goaltender. He's second year in the league. Yeah. Okay. There's no. There's nobody else. You look what, around Bobrovsky? the league. Um, Bobrovsky. He has a Hall of Fame talent. He needs to win yeah. more games. Yeah. But he has Hall of Fame talent. He's won two Vezinas. Uh-huh. The only goalie playing was Jonathan Quick. Yeah, yeah. He had two cops. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Sure. 
um, and Flurry took him out in four games. That's unbelievable. That's right. What's what I mean? That's that's unbelievable. If there's any goalie, name another goalie you'd rather have in the playoffs than Mark Andre Flurry right now. Take take Matt Murray out of the equation. Yeah, remove the Penguins. No, it has to be Murray. I mean, I'm sorry, it has to be Flurry. I would want Flurry. Yeah, he's my guy. Yeah, he's athletic. He'll keep you in games. He makes he makes saves that are like you you don't even his yeah. legs are up in the air. Yeah, you know, like yeah, he's he, he literally will kick a puck. He'll fly. He'll swing his leg up and kick it. Yeah, he's a freak. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, he's like um, Gumby. Yeah, he is. <laughs> You know he he's the the NHL equivalent of Gumby. Gumby. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean that's that's unbelievable. So I I totally missed the Sharks and the Ducks. The Sharks swept the Ducks last night. I picked the Ducks in six. Yeah. I mean I'm like completely <laughs> in left field on that. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't. I I think I picked the. I think I picked San Jose. I, I was kind of rooting for the Ducks because Nashville gives um has a hard time with Anaheim. Yeah. And. John Gibson, their goaltender, is from Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. So I was kind of like, I think yeah. I, it was more with my heart than my head. Sure, totally. Oh, uh, totally. And I get totally. it. Like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But, you know, in Nashville, and um, Nashville played last night at Colorado. That's three to one. Um, And then the Jets. The Jets are destroying Minnesota. You know, I was watching the Nashville game. Last night? And, yes. And, uh... Forsberg put on the show. They are a team. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know they made it to the cup last year and everything, yeah. but um They're no joke. I mean, that guy comes out of the penalty box and scores a goal. Literally came out of the penalty box, was past the puck, and scored a goal. Yeah. Within seconds of exiting the the the, the other team literally had two minutes to score. Yeah, and they, they could it. not do it. He gets out of the penalty box. Gets the puck and scores a goal. Like, it's no big deal. I will tell you something that I believe, like, personally. It, when a team has a five-on-three power play. Yeah. And does not score. Doesn't matter what game it's in. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about, oh, I have 15 seconds of five-on-three. I'm talking about you got a minute to yeah. a minute and a half of five-on-three time. You have you have a, 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 a chunk enough chunk, yeah. To go in, set up, and get some plays done. Yeah. And you don't score, you're going to lose the series. Yeah. It, that's my feeling. In 2008, we had a 5 on 3. I'll never forget it. With a 5 on 3 against Detroit in the finals, we didn't score. And it was just a bad feeling. Like, yeah. You got the feeling that, man, we just didn't capitalize on the opportunity. And it becomes a mental thing. Like, it becomes, yes. well, if we can't score on a 5 on 3, <laughs> how are we going to score? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. And then in 09. I, I don't know what game it is. That would be real kind of freakish. Yeah, if you knew. <laughs> but we had a 5-1-3. I believe it was a home game. So it was game, I believe it was either game four or six. We scored. And I was just like, man, that's a this good, is different than last year. It's different, yep. It's different. And we just, wow. And then Colorado yeah. last night had a minute and a half. The five on three time. They couldn't do it. And it was their opportunity to they, to say, We're not going away and we're gonna we're gonna yeah. take this to seven games. 
and they couldn't get it done. Their team, just to me, I'm watching them, and I just think they just don't have it. They're too young. Yeah, and it's like either this is a big mismatch just based on how the playoffs work, mm-hmm. or um, Nashville's that good. Uh, I it was just, it was confusing because you know to, for me it's like sometimes like Philadelphia, like I was asking like. I know we're I know we're we're the Penguins, and I know that we have two Stanley Cups back to back right now. Mm-hmm. But um, we're a dominant force in hockey. But like to me, it doesn't look like the Flyers. How do they even make it to the playoffs? And it's like they're just playing. And so, like I see Colorado, they just don't even look like they they, they can't they, raise their game when the stakes are the highest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, because you have to learn. You got to learn to. I don't want to be cliche not say, well, you got to lose before you win. Like the Penguins grew up. See, the Penguins, they missed the playoffs and then they made the playoffs and got like swept or lost in five to Ottawa. Yeah. Then the next year, they went to stand like a final. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's like. And then the year after that, we won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So it was sort of like, okay, they learn lessons like yep. every time. You got to walk before you you run kind of thing. That That's sort of what I think. And Nashville lost last year. Uh-huh. And now it's like, but keep in mind, getting to the final two years in a row is very hard. Yes. So the fact that like Pittsburgh and Detroit played two years in a row. That is the coolest thing. That's really hard. Those People are, don't realize like what they were seeing Those are there. my two favorite. It was incredible. Actually, well, actually. No, I actually liked those two Stanley Cups. I mean, the 16 and 17 are great. We won yeah. phenomenal. But I really loved the 08-09 Stanley Cup runs against the same team. Yeah. You had H- Hosa going back and forth. Um, yeah, there was a lot of... V- very cool to have two teams yeah. that are, like, for that moment in time, such rivals. Sid was a baby. Yeah, he was, like, 12. And, and he uh, was like, I'm going to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And I'm I'm 12. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Madden was talking about his beard. Oh, it's rough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You have like a playoff beard going. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you I, trimmed it a bit, I think. I did. I did. Because okay. it just, it starts getting too scraggly. Yeah. And. You look like Joe Thornton or something. Yeah. It's not It's not good. Yeah, it's not. So I, I try to like keep it. And tame. I, I keep need it tame. I need to get a haircut. Right, that's what what, yeah. what I need. No, but you know the, these teams that like you can't. That's why Vegas, what Vegas is doing is kind of. I thought L.A. would at least win a couple games. Well, sure, they've won two cups. Yeah, they have the pedigree. Yeah, they have they're, Jonathan Quick. They're going to lean on. Okay, we're experienced. We're going to at least get a couple games. We have Jonathan Quick. Yeah, but they only scored like three goals in four games. Yeah, that's that's not that's not good. That's what I mean. Like. You can't. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think they? I'm, I remember them saying that that they think Pekka Rene has elevated his game. Okay. We'll we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Pekka Rene got pulled twice against the Penguins last year. Yeah. But you know every goal he does. Yeah. You know we yeah. we we made Lundqvist in in 2016. We made him look like. You know, the kid outside playing goalie right now. Yeah, yeah. Up, up down the street. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He looked like some has-been. Yeah. So, I, our offense is a little unfair to compare a goalie to. But yeah. 
I I think the Predators' biggest weakness is their goaltending. Yeah. So I we'll see. Yeah. You need if the Predators get even just above average goaltending, they should they should go to the Cup final. That's wow. how good they are. The Penguins need good guard, good goaltending. Sure. Yeah. Because like we score five goals a game. Yeah. If we only score three goals in a game, people are like, "What's wrong with the Penguins?" Yeah, like, what's, what's going on? Should we should we be worried or? Yeah, it's like. You know. I mean, you have Crosby scoring, Malkin scoring, Kessel scoring, Latang scoring. Yeah. Like it's not it's it's the people who we pay to score are scoring goals. Yeah, that's and, a good sign. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it's like, yeah. but, but what that means is they're going to do it tonight, and they're going to do it. You know what I mean? They're, Once they get on a roll. Yeah. I think it's hard. Like, the Penguins' hardest job during a game is scoring the first goal. Yeah, yeah. Once they break the seal, uh-huh. it offense comes easy to them. Yeah. It's once they pl- start playing committed defense, you can't beat them. Like, I remember last year we, would, we talked a lot about um, how the Penguins would play kind of, I don't want to say mediocre, but... Possum a bit. They would play rope yeah. a dope. But then for five minutes of each game, they just fucking turned it on. Yeah. Scored three or four goals in those five minutes, and then that was it. And then they could just hang out for the rest of the day. Yeah. And it was bizarre. <laughs> it was very weird. How like they only needed That's this funny. this little bit of I don't feel they're playing that way this year, though. I feel they're playing much more all the whole They f- they're playing more free. Yeah. And you know, yesterday the Flyers got like three minutes of of good hockey. Yeah, first period they were really pouring it on. You know, you know, five six minutes left in the period or something, and they're they're just like swarming. And Murray is making some good saves. None of the chances were like grade A chances, mm-hmm. but he was making all the saves he needed to make. And I was yelling at the TV and like, cover the puck, let's get a face off because they're just killing us right now yeah and then one of their guys makes a boneheaded play and throws the puck into open space and then phil kelso's like i'll i'll, I'll take care of that yeah <laughs> and gives it to malkin and just makes a dart to the net yeah and then it's two nothing yeah like we were getting destroyed for three minutes and then malkin and Kelso were like everybody calm down yeah it's it's two nothing penguins yeah yeah and game was over yeah, like at, at that point the game was over. Yeah, it was just let's just wrap it up, turn the lights off. Yeah, <laughs> get this, get your buddy to drive the Zamboni. Yep, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's how that's how it went. Yeah, that's really how smooth the, that game went. Yeah. That was a perfect game. Yeah, if you could if you could watch tape and say play a perfect hockey game, that's as close to flawless as you can get. It's really it's something to watch because it strangled them. Yeah, because you think you go to the the you go into the final and, and like win a cup, great. But then the team gets dismantled because people want money and they want to go be a starter and the captain somewhere else. But then we go and do it again, and think okay, well now it's gonna get dismantled even more because they're gonna go and be a star somewhere else. And now we're dominating. I know I know it's only the first round and there's yeah. a lot of hockey to play. Believe yeah. me, a lot. Hey, I still think that Columbus can beat us. Yeah. That's Columbus and Pittsburgh would be a true toss up. Yeah. That would be probably a seven game series. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we would have home ice. 
Really? Yeah. Now, would the Capitals have home if 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 they if they beat Columbus? How how would that how would that work? No, yes, correct. So they would. So if we play uh, the Capitals, they would have home. Yeah, because they had a, they had a better uh, a record. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what um with with sweeping L.A. Flurry and goal. Mm-hmm. What do you think the chances of the Golden Knights heading all the way to the final in their first season? I well, know they have to get through Nashville. Well, they have to get through San Jose first, who just dismantled San Jose. Or, or I, I mean, the, 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 um, the Anaheim. Shark. Sharks, you mean. San Jose Sharks. Yeah, beat Anaheim. Beat Anaheim. Yes, okay. So... Vegas and San Jose, I haven't decided who, what's going to happen there. Well, see, but see, I think Vegas is the hardest team to pin down because it's not known. It's so unknown. Yeah, it's you really know, tough. It it's you know, I would say. Why did I pick San? You picked Anaheim. I did. I don't. Why did I pick San Jose over Anaheim? You, you said because they were in the final two years ago. Yeah, but that's that's about. It's about two years ago. Goes a long time. I understand, but they still have the more recent experience. They do, and of taking it all the way to the final. I'll tell you what, the they got a thing. great goalie. Martin Jones is no joke. Yeah, Martin Jones actually used to play for L.A. He was the he was like in the L.A. system. He was like their third goalie. Yeah, and what happened was he was traded. Um, there was like a three way deal, and L.A. was trying to keep him out of the West. Yeah. And the team that they traded with traded him back to San Jose. <laughs> okay. He's like, a, like, yeah, I saw that Martin Jones guy almost steal the Stanley Cup in 16. Wow. Game five in Pittsburgh. He played the game of his life. Sure. Sure. The game of his life. Yeah. Pittsburgh was ready to blow up and party and yep and he was like coronation no. and he was like no not one guy stopped us from having a, a home stanley cop yeah i mean he played truly like if he gets in anywhere near that kind of level they can beat um vegas but vegas has home ice yeah yeah vegas has home ice but again this you know it has i mean well this team has only played one season together They've had one playoff series or uh, together. They've never gone together, like you said, the uh, the uh, Penguins. Yeah, people get traded, but that core of Crosby, Malkin, Flurry, you know, Latang, they didn't make the playoffs. Then they made the playoffs and lost. Then they made the playoffs, went all the way to the final and lost. Then they made the playoffs, went all the way to the final and won. You know, together and they built together. So when you have this kind of fantasy team in the Vegas Knights, how? They're playing it. I mean, just to sweep a team in the playoffs, it's a big deal. To sweep a team who's won two Stanley Cups. Yeah, that's a big, a big deal. And you just wonder, are they just that good? Or is it energy? Is it um, feeding off of just this, how cool it is to be the the, the, the the inaugural team? They only scored seven goals in four games and, and won and swept. We scored seven goals in game one. Yeah. <laughs> right i'm just that's fact you know that you know i just i don't know here's a here's okay has any other team scored as much as us think about it (laughs) any team who wins the stanley cup you can go back any to any year has the ability to play 
a 6-5 game or a 2-1 game? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, who is able to do that in the playoffs right now? I would say Pittsburgh because they've proven it the last two years. Nashville. Uh Winnipeg. Yeah, this Winnipeg team. I would say Boston. Okay. So right now, I would pick Pittsburgh versus Boston. And, well, Nashville and Winnipeg will play each other in the second round. So, yeah. I would lean toward, right now, I would lean towards Winnipeg winning. Winnipeg winning against Nashville. Really? If they played t- tonight, I would say I- I'm going to take Winnipeg. Oh, that's strong. I just think that they're big and a strong and nasty team. They're Ooh. like, you know, it, it, put it this way. If Winnipeg, if Winnipeg g- goes to the Stanley Cup final, I think the Stanley Cup will, will stay in the East. Okay. The only way that the West gets to stay on the Stanley Cup is if it's Nashville. Yeah. That I I believe that. It's got to be Nashville. It's got to be Nashville. Yeah. Boston-Pittsburgh would be a toss-up right now. Yeah. We have trouble with Boston historically. Yeah. And they're a team that can play. You want to play one nothing? We'll play one nothing, or, you know. We can play six to what, you know. It could be eight to seven. Yeah. And that's fine. Too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. I, I just think the Boston has the ability to play any style. Yeah. That's, they're going to beat Tampa. Uh-huh. I believe, I think, I think they're going to beat Tampa. Wow, so Boston's having a good season. Yeah, Boston, Boston, I would say, before the, the playoffs started, I'd say Boston versus Nashville. Wow. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It, I, I'm it, really discounting San Jose and, and Vegas. <laughs> one of those teams is going to end up playing Nashville or Winnipeg. Yeah. So either way, I think they'd be the underdog. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think it would be really cool though to see the golden Knights in the final. I, I think it would be so incredible for that team. If you want to hear the whole nation root against Pittsburgh, it's if, if flurry goes to the final, yeah. The whole world will be against Pittsburgh. It'll just be Pittsburgh rooting for our team. For yeah. our team. That, that's the how that whole be. country will be rooting for. Yeah, the whole world will be rooting yeah. for Flurry. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We have enough people rooting against us because we're the champs. Exactly. Exactly. We, we are the champs. You know what I was thinking about the other day, which I think would be hilarious? Bill Bilicek coaching a hockey team. Oh, with the hoodie and all that? Yeah. I think that'd be funny. If like um, I'm sure he knows he because you know he's a football genius. Um, I don't like him, but he's a football genius. You can't you can't deny that. You'd like him to replace Mike Tomlin? Oh sure. Oh okay. sure. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on now. Let's let's l- let's get the uh, perspective here. Right. Let's get you know everything in perspective. I think Tomlin's done. I don't think Tomlin's uh, any he's good. A, he's a moron. Yeah. But uh, um, you know, I was just kind of thinking to myself, you know, because you see. You know, hockey coaches still wear suits. You know, yeah, they they just they have a. They don't certain... wear the top hats anymore, though. No, no, you know, like that the we Toe Blake got to bring that. Got to bring that back. Yeah, they. You back. know, Mike Sullivan should bring that back. Yeah, <laughs> he wins like a third Stanley Cup. He should just wear like a. He should have a cigar and like a top hat and like a long overcoat. Like, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the move. Because if they win another cup this year, it's just it's really just everything from here on out. If is, the Penguins win another cup, like other teams might like like defect from the NHL. Like, yeah. They might be like, listen. Like, we have to start a, another league. Yeah. Like really, yeah. That, yeah. That's exactly right. They're gonna have to go. This is not fair. We we. It's very unfair. <laughs> I don't know. I think things lined up good for the Penguins. Like some teams that can beat them are playing each other. Yeah. Instead of playing the Penguins. And- yeah. And I think you're right about having the Flyers first pokes the bear, gets the emotion going. Yeah. That and big creates time. like a seven to zero, five zero situation where the Pens can literally just like just pour it on. I feel like when when the Flyers fans are chanting like Crosby sucks. Crosby shows like no emotion on the, you know, he doesn't react to that. Yeah, but which is good. It's great, but well, he he reacts by scoring goals. That's what I mean. Yeah. It just like infuriates those people. Yeah, and it's it's just like the best. Yeah, you know, like Philadelphia is a filthy, infected place. Yeah, it's not. It's not a really great. It's not. And the people there reflect. Yeah, those things. Sure, and um. It's sort of like you you pick on somebody when you're like jealous of them. Sure, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you know they all wish that. Oh, they would love to have Crosby. Yeah. Oh, imagine if if something happened where he was now a Flyer, they'd go nuts. Listen, Yager signed with the Flyers in like 2012, 13 or yeah. something, and I yeah. was like, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> like. That, like, killed me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that was the worst, seeing him in a Flyers jersey. Yeah. Oh, that what, was brutal. What's Yager up to these days? He's chilling. Yeah. He he he, he owns a team over there. Where? In um, the Czech Republic. So he's like, he's like a player coach. He owns a team? Yeah. But he's still in the NHL, right? No. No. He's He was released by Calgary, so he went over and played on his own team. He goes, I'll just go play for my team. Yeah. Yager. Yager. Yager is like the. I'm trying to equate him. uh, Who's the basketball player with all the ring, all the the funny hair, and um, he was like. Dennis Rodman? Dennis Rodman. To me, he's kind of like a Dennis Rodman. Yeah, but he's like. Dennis Rodman, like, kick people and stuff. But I don't mean in that way. Just. You, you when, just when you think he's done something crazy, he oh. goes and yeah. just does something else. Yeah. But hockey players aren't like NBA players. I, so Thank I'm goodness. Not, I'm not. I'm not comparing like the physical or. First of all, <laughs> Yarmory Auger would beat anybody's ass yeah. that's in the NBA. He would yeah. literally like yeah. break them in half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you've ever seen Yarmory Auger, he's like a. He's a real freak. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's yeah. a freak of nature. He, yeah. He kind of looks from the waist up like a normal person. Yeah. But he has, like, old man strength, you know? Yeah. He, he can, like, you know, he sort of has, like, this Andre the Giant, like, myth to him. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm trying to get at with the Dennis Rodman. It's like yeah. this, it's this figure that you don't quite believe, Yeah. you know? <laughs> First of all, if you're 45 and still playing professional hockey. Yeah. Like, you're, you're just different. Yeah. <laughs> Like you're, yeah. you're just built differently than the next guy. You know what I mean? 45. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, yeah. he was a rookie in 1991. 
Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's still going. I was eight. Yeah, he's still going. I'm 34. Yeah. He's still like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So he he owns a team, Mm -hmm. like a professional team. Yeah, in Cloudno. And now he's just playing for them. Yeah. He was like, I wasn't sure how the guys were going to welcome me back. I was like, you own the team. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have a choice, buddy. Yeah. It was like Mary. I remember like Alexei Kovalev, the guy in the fantasy camp that would just score. The dude, that is still one of my favorite yeah. things. Kovalev was like, he, 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 what am I going to do? He's he, like, uh, the guy that signs my checks is sitting next to me getting dressed. Yeah. Very weird. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that fantasy camp was hilarious. Yeah, and then we walked into. Um, you were like, "I'm hungry." I was like, "You want to go to like, you know, like a where you, you want to get wings?" You're like, "I need a Kona um, steak." Yeah, I was like, "Oh." <laughs> we walked into Capital Girl with like our Penn's jerseys yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a fun night. I miss going downtown. We we just don't. It, yeah, you don't. You're not into it anymore. It's not that I'm not into it. I it's I'm into it. It's just we just have to do it. Like we're just we're getting home from work and we're I'm just like passing out. Yeah, you know I just have to. We just have to do it. We just have to go. Yeah, there there can't be any kind of like no lag time. No, it's just we just have to go. Yeah, like if I didn't go straight to Bamboo on Mondays after work, <laughs> I don't know go. if I'd get there. Yeah. I go straight there because that's what I want to do. Now it's a lot closer than downtown, um, but you know, I I I mean I we, we used to go downtown all the time. Capitol Grill. It's better in the summer, I will say, because yes, yeah, it's just maybe you walk you around. Know, and, if it ever stops snowing, no, it will not. It will, I think in June we'll have snow. Yeah, it's really unbelievable. We had snow. It was snowing hard this morning. Yes, it was. Like it looked like January when I was driving to my mom's house this morning. I it's in like um, Gibsonia. I was going through a squall, like yes. like like a winter storm, it, and I'm thinking, what is happening? I don't get it. Like it just doesn't make any it's sense. It's never gonna be warm. Yeah, it's what I've. T- <laughs> yeah. Like we have to make a decision whether to like stay in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even know if it's like we should do it. Yeah, yeah. We have to like move. Like, I don't know. It's very weird. The weather yeah. this year is very weird. Yeah, it's been bizarre. And then they're like, the earth's getting warmer. I'm like, really? Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, okay, Al Gore. Okay, thank you for Thanks, that. Thanks, Al Gore. It's snowing on April 19th. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't appear to be an issue. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do we need more evidence that... <laughs> <laughs> You're full of shit, Al Gore. <laughs> Al Gore, dude, it's snowing. <laughs> it's August. No, I, I, I think he was. Um, I think he was go- flying somewhere to like a climate summit. Yeah, on a jet. And on a jet, which has a huge carbon fiber uh, foot uh, foot uh, carbon footprint. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. And like the the headline was like Al Gore's flight gets canceled like because of snow or something. That's like, something. like the best. <laughs> you know, Al Gore. 
Algo, you're lucky you've been mentioned twice now on today's it, show. You're, you're definitely. This is your like. This is your big moment. This is your fucking moment. This is. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen someone lose and then just completely losing that election just just destroyed him as a human. Kind of like what I don't know because he ended up being making some really great financial choices and he had that like TV network. Yeah, and but then he sold it to Al Jazeera for a hundred gazillion dollars. But like, do you remember right after he lost? Well, he didn't come out for like a year. Do you remember that? Yeah. He, he went into hiding. He, yeah. He's sort of like Matt Lauer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where's where's Matt where's Lauer? Where's Matt Lauer? Where's Matt? He's yeah, he's hiding. Mm-hmm. His wife like kicked him out of the house. Yeah, he had to sell his properties and yeah. stuff. Well, he was trying to like sue NBC or or whatever or like get money or something. Why? Like they Matt Lauer, it. go away. Yeah, you're what, a freak. What a what a pecker. You're a freak, Matt Lauer. Yeah. Okay. What a what you a, had you had a, a a button on your desk to lock the door. Yeah. What else do you need? to I'm still to working know? on that for the studio. Yeah. Well, don't do it when I'm in here. Yeah. <laughs> Save that for Alexa and her mom. Or yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah, no. There was an article there. It was like, what happened to the Me Too guys? Like, um, you know, like um, uh, Charlie. Uh, Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose, Matt Lauer. Um, uh, you know what's his name? Um, the actor. Kevin Spacey? Kevin Spacey. Where are these guys at? Well, yeah. They're just, they're not. They're just, they're, they're, they're hiding. They're in their living room, scratching themselves. Like, yeah. They're not doing anything. Well, it's also, yeah, they, they, they have to hide now. Like, they, they, they can't come out. Yeah, until, Kevin Spacey's not getting the invitation to the, to the Golden Globes. No. He, you know, I, I know Kevin Spacey is a big, you know, liberal pecker. Yeah. <laughs> And all of that, yeah. But he's also a really good actor, and I like yeah, his. I like his acting. Well, he's very. Um, he's so condescending. Yeah, he's perfect for the roles he plays. Exactly. So much so that he's won Oscars. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. Can we real quick? I was looking at yesterday the because you know how like DDL retired. Yes. I really want to see that Phantom Thread movie. Yes, because it's his final film. I, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I gotta um, see it. He's like he's without a. If you just watch like clips, sure. He is the best actor I've ever seen. Yes, there's really not a debate for me. You mm-hmm. can't really convince me. Like Anthony Hopkins has a shot, but he's older now, and it is, his it's also a is, different style. It's a different style. Um, Anthony Hopkins is a more um, uh, classical theater actor. Yes. He's and, more classically and, trained, if yeah, you will. DDL is a method actor. Yes. So it's a really, it's a really separate category, but it's it just phenomenal. Yeah. Like I never saw um, my left foot. Yeah, I've I've seen bits and pieces, and there's and the whole thing. I watched like a pretty long clip of it, and it's just yeah. You would think he has cerebral palsy. Yeah, like in the movie. He's that good. It's convincing. Yeah. You're just like in Lincoln. I mean, yeah. Holy cow. It's unreal. It's crazy. It's so good. Yeah. So, so good. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's really bizarre. 
and you wonder what like you're talking Maybe that's why he retired you know you're talking about like 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 yager right yeah. he's 45 mm-hmm. he's still playing professional hockey so he, he must be different so what is it about yager it, it's, it's his physicality i mean he's his mental state, his just his physicalness, his yeah. his, his hockey sense, you know, it's, yeah, it's the whole deal. Yeah, the it's all deal. there, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like for Daniel Day De- 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 Lewis, like what, what's when you put him next, to like a Leo DiCaprio, who I think is a horrible actor, what, like what is like what is it about DDL just innately about him as a person that allows him, yeah, to do like what he does at that yeah. level. And yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what? Like, what is what is the difference between, like, like what does he have? And it's hard. You you just don't know. There's something like understated about him. Yeah, that he sort of like doesn't need to really try hard. Yeah, exactly. It looks effortless, and those yeah. are like the people who are really good at things. Like, well, when you watch Federer play tennis. It doesn't look hard. Yeah, same with with like Pavarotti. When when Pavarotti yeah. sang, it looked easy, but he was the hardest working person on on the stage, right? Because he worked really hard to make it seem easy. Yeah, and that's yeah. what that's what the greats do. Federer has worked extremely hard his whole life to make tennis look very easy to play. Yeah, but that's because he's Roger Federer, arguably in my mind the greatest tennis player ever to live. Right? Did you see that Shia LaBeouf is playing John McEnroe in a movie? Yes. Uh, about his rivalry with um, Shia LaBeouf is a horrible actor. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. because of that, that movie is probably going to suck. Yeah, but he kind of looks like him. It, it's intriguing. It's intriguing. I, I'd, I'd like to see it. Just I love true stories. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that. I love watching. Yeah, no, that, that will, I'll I'll see it because I like John McEnroe. Yeah. Um, but you're you're right. Like, yeah. yeah. When you put him next to like Leo. Like Leo won a, uh, an Oscar for like the Covenant or whatever. Yeah, the movie was terrible. It's there was no one else. Listen, Oscars and all that stuff. It's just it's just Hollywood. It doesn't really it doesn't really matter or mean anything. It, no. it's just um, you know, it, like Marlon Brando didn't even show up for his. Remember? No, for the Godfather. Yeah, he he, he sent that Indian girl. He up sent there. that yeah that Indian girl out there, and because uh, Marlon Brando. Yeah. It was the DDL of his time. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I guess DDL is the Marlon Brando of his time, but like, you know, he imagine imagine being in your twenties. You film a streetcar named Desire. Yes. And you are then branded as the greatest actor alive. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's him. Imagine what that does to your like ego, to your just just person. Yeah. That he literally just went way off way brando went also brando hated the fact that he was an actor he he didn't believe that acting was a job was a, a job that a man should have yes and that's why he did the act the the um uh with the native americans like the uh his um activism and stuff like that he was trying to do to make himself feel like he's actually worth something, like he's actually doing something, like like for the world. Yeah. Because to him, making movies was didn't mean anything. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, but The Godfather, that that is that's like a DDL like like style a performance. Him, yeah. Marlon Brando, and Daniel Day Lewis have something that the other seven billion people on this planet don't have. Mm-hmm. They they have this ability 
to encompass someone else's person and emotion and like emotions. Yeah. Because acting is all about emotions. Okay. Any kind yeah. of performing. And Brando studied in New York and he basically spent years just figuring out how to instantly access emotions. So yeah. happiness. All right, Brando, be happy. Be sad. Be melancholy, which is not sad. It's different. You know? Yeah, cry. Cry. Yeah. And just because that's what acting is. There's tons of explanations. People are, um, um, what's the definition of acting? Acting is reacting. There's all these, all these crappy, cliche kind of things. Yeah. But in a way, if you think about it, it is accessing emotions that aren't yours, that are someone else's. That that's on a page. Yeah. That you have to be somebody else, you know. And the the whole the whole the whole the whole idea of method acting compared to a Lawrence Olivier, Anthony Hopkins, Tom Hanks, who are in my opinion classical actors. Yeah. Actors who just just act. They yeah. Don't, he's, they don't have to live it. They're more like um, um, Wolverine. Yes. You know. So like to do my left foot. Um, you know, DDL spent months being that, be- becoming. Now, I can't stand Oprah. Yeah, I hate Oprah. Yeah. But I... Oprah interviewed DDL when Lincoln came out and she was like, how did you do the voice? Yeah. And he was like, well, you know, because nobody really knows what Lincoln sounded like. Of course. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But however, the cliche is always four score and seven years because he was this tall. Right. And we think Lincoln's a giant, but that's not how his voice is described. No. Um, he had a little more of a. It's like a higher nasal thing. Yeah. Higher voice. Talked very slowly. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, he wasn't like educated. He self-educated yeah. guy. Yeah. But DDL read like a hundred books about Lincoln. Yeah. Like anything that was written about Lincoln, he read. Yes. And he kind of combined it all. Uh-huh. And it's just so interesting because, the, like, the, when I first saw that movie, I was like, wow, this this guy, like, it, it, it's it's him. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, it, it, it makes you, like, yeah, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just different. When he's acting, it's different. It's not the same as someone else. No, even, like. Denzel sort of has that too. Like when Denzel's on the screen, you that's a movie that you can't turn off. Yep. He's yeah. very commanding. Yeah. It, it's yeah. easy. Yeah. You know, Denzel could play a good guy. Oh yeah. A bad guy. Oh yeah. A gangster. Whatever. You know, a hero. A football coach. A football Yeah. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> you're just like, man, Denzel, like this yeah. dude's like my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he could be anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You know, what I and mean? you know what I saw. Um, so um, Langston Hughes, uh, famous play Fences. Yeah, um, was uh, it's, he's Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh based. based. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, they made a movie because they had um, um revived it with with Denzel Washington and stuff. So they made the the movie, and I went to go see it. And um, you're right. Now the the role that Denzel plays is the dominant role in that play. Yeah. But when you're watching it and he's on the screen, you you just the the command yeah of the screen and performance, you're just you just don't know what to do. 
You, yeah. Like, there's no getting up to get popcorn. Like, you have to wait for him to not be in the scene to run and, and like, pee because you don't want to miss him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Daniel Day-Lewis has that. Like, I mean, the first movie I saw him in was Gangs of New York. Yes. And when people talk about how great DiCaprio is, all I say is go watch Gangs of New York. Yeah. And you will figure out for yourself that DiCaprio is a sack of shit and DDL is an actual actor. Mm-hmm. And Cameron Diaz, they they should just put a stick with like a pumpkin on it, and that could yeah. have been a better performance. Yeah, they, they shouldn't Diaz. have even. It was wrong. It's it wasn't cast properly. No, no, DDL was cast. Yeah, brilliantly, brilliantly. And and when I saw the movie, I I didn't know who he was, and so I just thought he was some rando actor. I will say, Last of the Mohicans is like in my top five favorite movies ever. Yeah, I've never seen it front to back. You, it, it's it'll like change your life. Yeah, you know. I like those kind of like I really like um dances with wolves. Sure, yeah. You know, like Kevin Costner to me, he he grabs my attention. Yeah. Like I think he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um now he he does some like bizarre movies like Waterworld yeah. and like yeah. like these like really like crazy You know what like he, the postman. Like, he's, these are that's actually a good movie. He's good at commanding the screen without talking. Yeah. Think of Waterworld. Dude, Tin Cop is like this golf movie. Yeah, that has like a cult following, but it's like a great movie. But like, think of like Waterworld. How much yeah. dialogue did he like really have? Not much. He would just stand there. Yeah, and you could just see like on his face, like like what what was like like what's happening. Yeah, and it's very. Have you seen Dances with Wolves? No, I never. Seen I that can't movie. believe that. I've never seen that movie. See, never to me, it. you, it, it you have two, to see that. It won two Oscars. Yeah, you have to see that. I've never seen that. That is like, that's a film. Like, that's yeah. a, that's a. It's like a piece of art. You know art. how, like, some people are, like, Gone with the Wind? Yeah. D- Dances Wolves is, like. Gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Casablanca or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's sort of. It's that, it's that level. It's at that level, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just filmed, like, that well. Yeah, I think he directed it. Too. Yes, not, I think I, I think it won best film and and directing. Yeah, he's something yeah. like that. It won. First two of all, Oscars. if you're if you're in Field of Dreams, yeah, which is like <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Field of Dreams is great. I don't even like baseball. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's just a great movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, James Earl Jones is in it. Man. James Earl Jones, man. Yeah. Now, what's interesting about speaking about like, of like fences? If you watch Denzel do that role, yeah, because James Earl Jones did it, yeah. There's a there's the, the the most famous monologue from that role, or from that movie, and or play whatever, um, is the I don't have to like you monologue, okay, and there's a part where the so Denzel or James Earl Jones plays the father, mm-hmm. and then there's a son character, and the son says to his father, why don't you like me? Okay. And the premise is, I don't have to like you. Oh, I see. Okay. You're my son, and I have I have to take care of you. But nowhere to say that I have to like you. Right. You know, I'm, you know what I mean? You're my responsibility. You're my responsibility. And you, you watch Denzel do it, and it has more of kind of like a humorous thing. Like he's kind of like laughing about it, like, like underneath. Mm-hmm. Then you watch James Earl Jones do it. And it's Darth Vader's voice, and you feel like at any point he's just gonna snap your like neck in half. Yeah, he's so intimidating. It's it's James Earl Jones. It's like also for the movie they they um 
uh, kind of brought the the um, the accent down a bit. You kind of, I don't know, like James Earl Jones does it with much more of like a kind of a Pittsburghese, but with that African American like ax. Like yeah. I, I don't let me, I, when I ax you a a question. Yeah, they brought that down for the movie because it's it's more modern. You know what I yeah. mean? But you watch James Earl Jones doing it. It's just it's literally Darth Vader is. Gonna bring out his lightsaber and just cut you in half and say, "I don't have to like you." And it's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> the budget for Dances with Wolves was twenty-two million dollars. Okay, I mean, today it would be like that—that's two hundred twenty-two million. Yeah, in May, four twenty-five. That's a that's a big movie. Big movie that was in nineteen ninety. Wow, that movie was that long ago. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see it. Okay, I'm gonna have to see Dances with Wolves. My last, left foot, my, my left, left foot, foot yeah. and last of the Mohicans. I can't believe you. last of the Mohicans is like I've never seen it. I've seen parts. Of it. I've seen like like a part of it, but I've never seen the whole thing. That's like, like Braveheart. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've seen Braveheart. Well, everybody see Braveheart. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Listen, last of the Mohicans is an emotional movie. Yeah, you have to. It, it's it's violent. But yeah. it's very real. It's not like the Patriot where it's like sort of this fantasy. Yeah, it's very real, and you you would you would appreciate it. Yeah. Last Mohicans is, and it has like one of the best um, soundtracks ever. Yeah, like well, it wasn't that. What are what are DDL's Oscars? My Left Foot or is it Last Kings of the New York? No, 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 no. there will be blood. There will be Lincoln, blood. Lincoln and My Left Foot. My left foot. Okay, yeah. so he didn't, he didn't win for Mohicans. No. I, I, yeah. Okay. No, it's my left foot. Yeah. No, my left foot. That was his first. Wow. That's... He's the only man to win three leading role at Oscars. Yeah. Because like Nicholson has, um, um, Jack. No, Jack Nicholson has three, but One's one of them's supporting. a supporting. Yes. One of them is for supporting. Yeah, that was what was it? Um, I don't even know. I don't even know. Was it Batman? No, no, no. He didn't win for Batman. Um, no, he 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 won for um. Cuckoo's Nest, I think. Yeah, and then for um, uh, that movie with with like Helen Hunt. No, didn't he win for that? Oh, um, I think he. he I got to look it up now because that's no. going to bother me. I'm pretty sure he won when he made that movie with uh, with Helen Hunt. Something's got to give. Yeah, I don't think. Didn't he win for that? What, what he has three Oscars, and I don't know what what they're for. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. That's what I'm, that's like bothering me. Like yeah, a lot. yeah. You got you. I'm we, sorry, it's we, like we have to know. Pretty sure he won for Cuckoo's Nest. The Shining, I thought. See, he's made so many great movies. He's had so many great acting. He's the most nominated man ever. That's not surprising. He he's the he's the Meryl Streep of actors. Meryl Streep's a wiener. Yeah, I don't like her either, but she is a great actress. Okay. I think she's been overrated, but whatever. Michael Caine is the is also my well. Michael Caine is he's awesome. Michael Caine, he's yeah. great. Okay. Michael Caine, <laughs> yeah. He, Hello, welcome to the podcast. He's like the best. Yeah. Okay, well here we go. You like on his like on his like Wikipedia? Yeah, yeah, I'm like looking. It's it's, it's very interesting. He he's won like a lot of stuff. Yeah. 
like a lot. Uh, okay, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. At seventy six, he won. Yeah, best actor. Yeah, and he, he was won. also nominated for Chinatown. Yeah, five easy pieces in the last detail. I don't, I've never heard of those. Yeah, I've heard of Chinatown. Terms of Endearment, best supporting actor. Okay, and then as good as it gets, one as good as it gets. Yes, I thought that he won supporting actor for a few good men. No, that. But see, this is the problem, though, is he could have. That's the thing. He and probably the, should have. And The Shining, he he could have won. Like it's it's kind of like there are so many performances where he could have won because of his his. He is a great actor. Yes. I, I don't know how to categorize his acting though. How did he not get nominated for The Shining? It's a horror film. Telling that, you, man, if that it, doesn't make sense. Comedies, horror films, they don't, they get overlooked. Though Silence of the Lambs is an outlier. Because well, that, Andy that, Hopkins is a freak, and it, it won He's the best. It won best best picture and best. You know, they uh, asked him, um, um, "Who's the best actress?" Mm-hmm. They also thought he was going to say Meryl Streep. He said, um, "Um, what's her name that starred with him?" In jo- Jody, Jody Foster. He said Jody Foster is the best actress in the world. That's wow. what he said. That wasn't long ago. This was like five years ago. He said she's the best actress. Wow. That's what he said. He said she is pure. He said she's like a natural. Just she's phenomenal. I was like, wow. I mean, she's good, but yeah. she, she's not the first person that comes to mind. No. But there's not a lot of great actresses. Mm, they're really We've talked aren't. about that. Yeah, there really aren't. Like when you think about it, like because, like, I mean, Jennifer Lawrence is she really that great, or is she just like no it and, like right now? Yeah, she's just a pretty face that was in a porn or something. <laughs> I don't know if she's that great of an actress. No, she's not a good. You know, I mean, Anne Hathaway. The girls, the girls that were in like Mean Girls are now like leading stars. <laughs> How good can they be? <laughs> You know the one, the girl though that was in the Notebook. Oh yes, um, Rachel McAdams. She's a good actress. I, I like her. Uh, she's very convincing. She is. She is. And I like her. Yeah. Very, very pretty. Natural looking. Very natural. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think with the, I think what I think with like women, female actors or actresses, it does come down to ease on the screen. Natural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not. Um. I, I don't know. Just like I think that's why like. Julia Roberts has always been a very favorite of mine. Yeah, I don't care for her. Because when she's on the screen, she she just dominates. Like, she just, yeah. like, you can't take your eyes off of her kind of thing. Jack Nicholson likes to hang out with, well, he, he liked to hang out with Dennis Hopper. Yes. That would be a fun group to hang with. Dennis Hopper. Uh, I feel like if you were at a bar in L.A. Uh, and Dennis Hopper and Jack Nicholson were at the bar... And you just happen to be sitting there, and they were like, "Hey, man, yeah, it's been nice talking to you. Yeah. Why don't you come with Dennis and I, yeah. and we're gonna go on the town?" I feel like you would see shit <laughs> that you would never see no, otherwise. No. 
No. Yeah. Like you, he, he, Dennis you, Hopper. He's crazy. Person. You remember the original Speed with Keanu yes. Reeves? Yes. Dennis Hopper was the bad guy. Yes. With Sandra Bullock. I yes. was like, oh. Sandra Bullock is literally my dream woman. Yeah, she's a great if, woman. If it was like, Michael, you can marry anyone in the world, I would say Sandra Bullock. Yeah, she'd she be is high my, on the list. She's my dream woman. She'd be high on the list. Yeah, I'm she's funny. Lie. She's beautiful. She's confident. Like, Scarlett Johansson's up there for me as oh, well. Oh, I know. I know. She's oh. a little closer to our age than, oh. than Sandra. She is our age. Oh, she is? Yeah, oh. she is. She's That's like 33. Yeah. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Maybe Scarlett Joe. Well, you took Sandra oh. in, your, in your bracket. <laughs> I'll take Scarlett. <laughs> you, we should do an actress bracket. We should. We yeah. should. We should we put should. a bracket but together. But then we'd be like on the news. And yeah. like somebody would put us in jail yeah. or something. So we'd have to do it in private. Yeah, we... And then burn the evidence. Yeah. We couldn't do it on the podcast. <laughs> Our podcast would be on like, you know. Yeah, it'd be on like, CNN. Yeah, it'd be on CNN. Yeah. And Wolf Blitzer would be like, uh, Michael Pinchak and uh, Jason were... Mocha, they were... Ranking women, they're ranking women, and it's uh, very, very vile. And, and the FBI is raiding their Michael's apartment as we speak. We, we're trying to get interviews with the two suspects. <laughs> yeah, we'd be in some big, we'd be in hot shit. Yeah, we would be. Yeah. but then our, our viewership would skyrocket. <laughs> we would never make another podcast, but our previous podcast would become. Legendary. Yeah, it would be like it'd be like um like the lost tapes of Elvis. Yeah. Like if somebody yeah. has like you know, this print you know, Prince is getting all this music released. I guess he had like a library of music that was never released and I, I guess it's getting like published. Well, there was a Mike there was a Michael Jackson album that, that they unreleased. Yeah. But it was it was scandalous because like basically it was an attempt to make money for the estate. Well, like they need more. Because they thought um you know, like if they released the Michael Jackson album that had never been released, it would, everyone would like buy a copy. They didn't. No, because it was bogus. I mean, I think it was him, but like it, it was. It, I'm not really sure. I don't because I never listened to it. I'm not yeah. sure the whole story. Like, if it was that good, wouldn't he have released it? Well, it's just like he was. He just, you know, he just didn't like for what. Because here's the thing: if you release an album, then you have to go on tour. And I think yeah. it was kind of like he's done. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I mean, the only band to ever not tour is the Beatles because yeah. they, they, they toured and they're, they're, I mean, I think one of my favorite things is like Eric Clapton has a thing like they asked him about that, about the Beatles not touring anymore. And he said, it makes complete sense because he goes, I would, I would go see their show and I'd stand in the back and you couldn't even hear them. Like the girls were screaming so loud the the band couldn't hear themselves. No, so why they for? they had to be like rushed out of stadiums and 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 like in like vans, um, and they would they didn't know if they were like in like the right tempo. Like yeah. like like Ringo said, he'd have to watch John bop up and down just to know where they were like in the song. You know what I mean? Like it was almost like he had to memorize how many measures because he couldn't hear anyone. And so like Aircraft was like I he's like I felt bad for them because they couldn't perform yeah. as a band anymore. Elvis was similar. Like they yeah. had to actually tell people because a lot of people thought he would come out for like an encore. Yeah. But the guy would announce like Elvis has left the has building. Left the building. Yes. To let people know, like, go home. Yeah. Like he's not yeah. coming back. Yeah. And people would be like, Oh. Is that something that Mike Lang brought into the into yeah. the penguins? Yeah. 
Yeah, because I remember that's growing, like the best. I I thought every sporting event ended with Elvis has left the building. No, because of Mike Lang. No, I just because you know when you it's a penguin, and thing. you want to know what else I didn't realize because what? because Mister Rogers was filmed in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I thought that was just a Pittsburgh show. No, and, and when I went to college, people talked about Mister Rogers. I'm what? Like, oh, are you from Pittsburgh? And they're like, No, I'm from Cleveland. I don't know. Or, or I'm yeah. from San Francisco. Yeah. You watch Mr. Rogers. They had that in because it was a Mr. Pit- Rogers is like the most famous kid show ever. Well, yeah, but when you're growing up in the Pittsburgh area, you don't know what's happening in Denver, Colorado. I guess not. You know I what didn't I care mean? where it was filmed. I'm like, Mr. Rogers is a badass. <laughs> they make. I think there's a. He doc- talks to owls and shit. So, <laughs> I've heard two things. There's a documentary coming out about him. Yes. And I heard Tom Hanks was playing him in a movie. Yeah, I think I think he is. So I did, I, I, I did hear that. I feel like Tom Hanks right now is just. Okay, we're we're making a movie about someone who was actually alive. Get Tom Hanks to do it. The yeah. Solly movie. He yeah. played Walt Disney. Yeah. Now he's playing is Mr. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers isn't alive still. Is no, he? no, he passed away yeah, years that's ago. That's what I thought. He passed okay. away years ago. Yeah. I I've met everyone but but Mr. Rogers. When I was playing jazz full time, did you I, meet Mr. McFeely? Yes. I met Mr. McFeely at the Pittsburgh Opera. That's cool. He I was his handler. They're like, Michael, Mr. McFeely's here. We're doing a charity event. Um, just show him around. Like, if he needs anything, follow him around. I've, I've pictures with Mr. McFeely and backstage, you know, you know stuff. for a kid show, Mr. McFeely. That's yeah. kind of a weird name. It, but, but yes. I'm uh, not going to lie. Yeah, today, that would not fly. Today, yeah, and then I he was don't... talking to, like, birds and stuff. <laughs> like, it's a little weird. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I'm like, you know, you know, Chappelle's thing about like Sesame Street. Yeah. He's like, you know, we let kids watch like like a like a homeless like puppet in a garbage can. Yeah. Like, it's not really what we want. Listen, you you look Ren and Stimpy was my shit. Okay. Okay. I I remember that. I loved Ren and Stimpy. It was a little vulgar. But when you're a kid, you don't understand 99% of the references because you're a kid you go back and watch it now and I'm like mom why did you ever let me watch this yeah yeah. it's horrific like this is a vile disgusting show you would never let your kid watch it no no No. and go watch go watch Spongebob Squarepants no I've never seen that's a weird show I'm watching that with my brother thinking Jesus this and he's loving it because he doesn't understand like he all he sees is a yellow square. That's the point about kid shows. Simple. It's, it's it's visual. It's sending them signals about shapes and colors, yeah. and it's not really about the adult. The because guess what? Kid shows are made by adults. Yeah. Who have dirty senses of humor? You know who yes. watch who watch you porn? Like the, these aren't you know what I mean? The, you know what I mean? So it's they're they're regular people. I'm shaking my head. Yeah. <laughs> Um, There's some hockey coming on tonight. Hey, I saw, right before we end this, I saw a video this morning or yesterday of Paul McCartney was in like a, he was on stage and it, it looked like maybe like a smaller kind of audience. Like okay. A, but he, he had this big bass. Yeah, and it's called an upright bass. An upright bass. Or a double bass, just double depending bass. On, on who you ask. And he had it like under like a sheet. And he like unveiled it. Okay. And it was Elvis's. And it has this like white trim around it. Wait, it was I should have saved the up, video. It was yes. a full upright base. And it was Elvis's. Why did he have an upright base? I don't base? know how he got I didn't like I only saw like a 
portion of it, but you gotta you gotta look it up. You you look it up later. The- and, and before we leave, I gotta tell everybody. Even if you're not a fan of wrestling, okay, I don't watch wrestling anymore. Yeah, I when used to. I was a to. kid. I oh, loved it. I, I fucking was all all over it. The Andre the Giant documentary was released this past week. Sure, it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's an HBO documentary. It's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. You have to. It's so interesting. Yeah, he's an interesting person. My that is like the one person I would have liked to have like met and like known just just met just they, like hung out like with like they show him holding a beer can yeah and it looks like the beer can's about an inch tall yeah well I, i'm exaggerating but it, it it fits completely in the palm in the palm like yeah uh, it, it he was huge like, i think it's it's hard to kind of because here's the deal you see pictures of him with like hulk hogan Yes. But Hulk Hogan was is a big person. He's six eight. So it's it's hard to know. Like if 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 Andre the Giant was here right now, he'd be most of the room. He'd be most of that wall. Yeah. Like he we he. All you have to know is Ric Flair was telling a story about Andre the Giant. So he was interviewed in this yes, documentary. Hogan, Vince McMahon, um, Ric Flair, Ric Flair, mostly. And first of all, Ric Flair is known for his excessive anything. Yes. Um, and he goes, brother, I was nothing compared to Andre the Giant. They said, he said, the one night after a match, him and Andre went drinking. Yeah. They were, Ric Flair had a drinking problem. Sure. Just, just so everybody knows. That Andre's problem was he couldn't get drunk. No, because he's so big. He's too big. He's too big. He said that we drank 106 beers and Andre didn't get drunk. Yeah. 106 beers. That's that's not a surprise. Every morning. Okay, so every day, Andre would drink at least 24 beers and four bottles of wine. And when he actually had a problem masking the pain of his oh, yeah, disease, yeah. he actually started ordering cases of wine, and he would have a case of wine a day. Oh, my God. He loved wine because he's French. He's French. He loves yeah. wine. Yeah. And he would drink. He would every morning to the hotel, he would have delivered a case of wine and he would drink it. But just how great of a guy he was is you have to watch it, man. So it's on I, it's on HBO. I couldn't sleep like one night. You were and, watching and it. I watched the whole thing at like two to four in the morning. Wow. It was like incredible. It was so cool. Well, the the he was um I mean I think I watched like a commercial for it and they really said he was the first superstar. Like entertainer wrestler. Yes. Like the first guy to capture the audience. He made wrestling like instead of regional, like national. Yeah. And then Hogan went from national to like international. Yeah. But Andre couldn't do like obviously because of his size, he couldn't do like normal things. Sure. They said that like Ric Flair said on an airplane ride to like Japan, because they'd go to Japan a lot, he couldn't go to the bathroom. He wouldn't fit. Yeah. So they had to pull a court curtain. He had to go in a bucket. And they would take the bucket and pour it in the toilet. <laughs> this documentary, Vince McMahon talked five minutes about how Andre the Giant thought it was funny to get somebody in an elevator and then fart. <laughs> and Ric Flair said that when he farted, it sounded like a jet engine turning on. Yeah, because he's... And Hogan was like, it was absolutely... He's like, 
I was on a plane with him once and he farted in the cabin and he almost had to land the plane. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just so awful. He said and it, it would be like an event. Like yeah. He, and then he would laugh. Yeah. And he's like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Yeah. You know, but this guy is 7'4", 525. Yeah. What are you going to do to him? <laughs> like Hogan said when he wrestled him, he, well, first, it was really funny. He said he really didn't like Macho Man. Okay. Andre just didn't like him. Okay. So he's like, when they would go into the ring, Hogan's like, he would just beat the living hell out of Macho Man. And he, <laughs> Macho Man would come and like, just, he looked like he was like dead. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and Hogan's like, I was really good friends with Andre. We got along really well. But when I wrestled him, I was scared to death. Yeah. So hearing a guy that's like 300 pounds and six foot eight saying I was scared to go in the ring. Yeah. With this giant. Yeah. It's remarkable. He was big, but he was the first wrestler to be in like movies. He was in the Princess yep. Bride. Yeah, like, he 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 took entertainment wrestling. Yeah, he was the link between it just being something that you would go see down at the yeah. you know whatever. Vince McMahon was crying during the like he's a tough cat. Yeah, and he said that when he died, it was just like the worst. Yeah, because he died at forty six. Man, well he he wasn't gonna live long. No, he when, knew when, that. When you have that kind of, I mean, he never stopped growing. Right. But like, his organs stopped growing. That was the problem. Yeah. He kept growing. His organs didn't. And it, he failed. Yeah. And it's just sad, man. Just He died in Paris in a hotel room. Yeah. I mean, the, the tallest man ever to live. He was 8'11". That's insane. He died at like 22. That's insane. Or something. The body can't sustain that. No. 8'11". 8'11". I mean, what? Yeah. Yeah. The body can't handle it. The, no. the heart can't handle it. The heart becomes like this big and it just can't pump blood yeah. 10 feet in the air. Like it just, it can't do it. No, it, you, you no. don't live long, but you got, you got to really watch the part about WrestleMania three. Yeah. When him and Hogan fought and how like it all took place. Yeah. I mean, just, he really did wrestling like a favor. Yeah. Cause they made him like a, the bad guy for that. And he was never a bad guy. Sure. But he accepted it to get, wrestling to the next level yeah it, it was about the bigger picture to andre that's really cool yeah just really neat man if, if you're he's just an interesting person well he's it doesn't matter he was a wrestler he's just an interesting guy yeah and the the, the stories about him are just like well you want to know something man what a great guy it's kind of like arnold in a way where oh arnold's interviewed in it oh yeah oh yeah that, i i'm not going to tell the story but okay. you got it you got it it's yeah hilarious well because here's the thing like you know Arnold, if you watch, it, like I watch all these strongman competition documentaries and stuff. Yeah, and they they like the Arnold Classic is like one of the big strongman competitions, and it's like what what made Arnold so famous was not only the fact that he won all those Mister Olympias, but he was a charismatic guy who would yeah. talk like. He would go listen to me like these guys, they want to be famous, but then they go to interviews and they don't say anything. They don't want to talk to you. And if you can't talk to people, how are you going to be famous? Like Andre the Giant, like, listen, yes, he was an anomaly. He was this this huge, ungodly tall person, 500 some odd pounds, like the biggest, literally a giant. But if he had no desire to entertain or do what he did we wouldn't even be talking about him. So it's like Arnold was great, but he could have just hung out in Austria like for the rest of his life. It takes that special something 
You know, that's that little extra something to take you to like the next level. Where I think like Andre the Giant and uh, Arnold are kind of in that same vein. Yeah. Of like, yes, Andre is freakishly big. <clears throat> yes, Arnold has the genetics to have the greatest mu muscular body in the world. Yeah, there's something but, else. But they have to have that something else to be to have the balls to say, "Listen to me, I've called my mother and I told her that I've already that I've won Mr. Olympia, but it's tomorrow." Like, you know what I mean? To have that like I know that was for the movie, but still because you know the the, the whole plot was that Lou Frigno was supposed to be like yeah. like the villain. Yes. But he was deaf. And he was just such a nice guy. He just ripped on him. That Arnold took the villain role in that film. That that's that, if you watch like a documentary about it, he's pumping like, iron is like the best. Yeah, pumping iron is pretty great. Yeah, if 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 any listener out there has never seen pumping iron, <laughs> you have to see it. Just take two hours and watch it yeah. because it's hilarious. It, it's really great. It's it's you'll learn a lot. Yeah, yeah. All you <laughs> need to know about Arnold is in that two hour. Yep. That 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 is his who, his mentality. That's who Arnold is. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That, that's who he is. Like he would fake you out, like in like the weight room, like the warm up room. Yeah, he'd like say stuff to you. Yeah, like listen to me. Is that is that dealt? Are you okay? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is that how you wanted to look? Okay, I'm just saying. You know, yeah, what I mean? I'm just asking. He, yeah, he would like fuck with you. Yeah, he yeah. would. Yeah, he. People would be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's about confidence. Yeah. He played you know, mind games. Yes, he, he played mind you game. out. He'd psych you out. He was still the greatest, but it, it, he just he needed that little extra. He did it to entertain himself a bit. Yeah, because <laughs> he knew he was going to win anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I he told his mother he already won. Yeah, that's the greatest. That's it, still Lou's parents are like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, imagine being me, remember? Yeah, yeah. He goes, five-time Mr. Olympia. Yeah. He goes, you have nothing to be ashamed of. I'm two-time Mr. Universe. <laughs> but I am five-time Mr. Olympia. <laughs> He's like, still good, still good just still not good. great. Just <laughs> That's like the best. Yeah, in, like in front of his parents, it's yeah. so disrespectful. <laughs> You know what I mean? He just so disrespectful. They, so they're, they're rebooting Terminator. Did oh, you see that? Let it go. Arnold's going to be in it, and uh, the original Sarah Connor's going to be in it. Linda and, Hamilton? Yes. And I don't know why it's called a reboot. Like, there's going to be a new Terminator. They're, like, oh. they, they just, they just, it was on the news. They just hired an actor to be the new Terminator. But Arnold, and they're going to be in it. So I'm not really sure what, because it's not James Cameron, it's a reboot, different director. I'm not really sure what they're trying to accomplish with Man, with this with this movie. Terminator One was so cool. Yeah, you know, all Alex King talks about is T two. Like when we were in New York, we we would do something. I'm like, man, that that's like pretty cool. He goes, it's not as cool as a T two. I'd be like, what? <laughs> what? He's that guy? This is the Brooklyn Bridge, man. This isn't T two. Yeah, T two. <laughs> T two was cool because Arnold. It was a little bit of like a parody. Yeah, in a way like he was like going to the bar, be like I need your clothes. Yeah, and all this kind of stuff, right? And then like he was riding like a, you know, a fat boy Harley. Yeah, and like whipping like a twelve gauge around with yeah. one hand. Yeah, it was just really cool. Yeah, like Terminator was cool. Yeah, you know, and you're like, man, this this T one thousand, what a wiener. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like rooting for the Terminator. Yeah, all emotional. Yeah, it's a weird movie. Yeah, 
What happened to the kid in T2? Edward Furlong. Yeah, he's not. He's probably he's not. Really. Did, he, did he go to the Macaulay Culkin route? Pro, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mo, um, Those child actors. Basically, all the 80s child actors yeah. are. They're all like abused and stuff. Yeah, not good. Not a good situation no, for them. I feel bad. Yeah, not you a know. good situation for them. Uh, apparently, Macaulay Culkin's looking better. Maybe put on a couple pounds. Thank, thankfully. Yeah, yeah but, uh, you know, I, I remember uh, Richie Rich was on the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. Richie Rich. Yeah, it was filmed at the Greystone Mansion. Yeah. Yes, Richie Rich was a very interesting. He couldn't find friends. Yeah. Because he would show up to a baseball game in a limo. Yeah, he had a McDonald's in his house. Yeah, McDonald's in the house. And then they had like a Mount Rushmore. You have the family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and. And then the guy would try to rob it, and he's like, "Where's the money?" He's like, yeah. "This isn't where we keep money." He's like, "We keep money in a bank, you idiot." Yeah, yeah. Like the, the whole premise of the movie led up to that line. Yes. And I was like, "Man, this is disappointing." Yeah, and they had like a violin up there. Yeah, like, like a violin and a trunk. Family like heirlooms. Yeah, it was really boring. But they thought it was like a vault of money. Yeah. Like, remember no. the butler? Yeah, the British. He's turned into a badass. Yeah. yeah. Remember? Yeah. 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 That was interesting. Yeah, very. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Like Home Alone, you, he doesn't have to ever like work again. No, Home Alone is Home Alone's like the king. Yeah, Donald Trump is in Home Alone. Yeah, he is. Home Alone two. Yes, he is. Yeah, he yes, is. that's in... a very interesting movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've got you know, I have a bunch of books on Donald Trump, and I'm not, I, I, I not, a, not a lot of them are about. You know how did he how did he do that? Like, how did he get himself into a movie? I don't know. You know, how did he become president? Yeah, I'm still, even though I support it, I'm still Donald Trump flabbergasted. Donald J. Trump. Yeah, Donald J. Trump. Like We were watching the news, like I said today, and he's giving a speech um, about, um, uh, basically, they said, you know, are you going to fire Mueller and some other guy or something? Yeah. He's like, you guys have been saying that I'm going to fire them for the past three months. I haven't done it. Five months. They still have their jobs, okay? And then he just he just moved on. It's it, it's just it, and I watch him up there, and I'm like, well, that's our president. But then did I did you think, watch the maddest press conference yet that I was telling you about when we struck Syria? I can't find the actual quote of him saying we've already done. It's already done. He was like, I, I can't. I can't. One of the find reporters it. was like, what, "What's the timeline for this operation? Days? Hours? Yeah." And he's like. No, no, it's it's already completed. It's already. <laughs> I see. I can't He's find like, We're it. giving you the summary of what happened. Yeah, I, I, right I, now. Yeah, yeah. I can't the report, find it. These super liberal reporters were so upset they're the last person to be in on it. Yep. Yeah. That they were pissed off. Yeah. Because they want to know first. Yeah. So they can convince the public it's the wrong decision. Yes. So what Trump has to do now is just do things, and fuck everyone else. Yeah. He just has to do them. Yeah. And let let the reporters know last. He should have went harder, though. Well, the thing was, from what I understand, he literally was just trying to eliminate Assad's ability to use chemical weapons. Yes, but there's still like seven other sites. Yeah. Well, I have always I've always been a fan of Colin Powell's um, philosophy on uh, on military action is that if it's going to take. If you ask the uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff, how many boots on the ground do I need to complete this mission? And they say 150,000, you send 400,000. That's it. You, you, Overwhelm. You, you, because you don't want... One thing with, with Iraq is we didn't send enough at first or something. 
you overwhelm them and just get it done. Don't don't dilly dally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you only need a hundred thousand men, send four hundred thousand. Just get. What else are they doing? Just done. It's over. Thank you, you so much. Yeah, Norman Schwarzkopf. Yeah, he just like tore it off. Chris Farley played him on SNL. Do you, do you remember that? No. Do you remember that? Go back and he comes. He's like, you know, it's like 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 Dennis Miller, you know, like like on the news, you know, and and, and Farley with his like camo outfit, yeah. and the hat, yeah, he's huge, hey, rah, you know, yelling and all that shit. Too bad about him, Farley. Yeah, man, too young. I know, too young. All right, let's wrap it up. Okay, man, we got hockey to watch. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. What a great show we have. Yes, yeah, this is a phenomenal We try to yes. stay humble. We do, but it's a really, lot of the time. It's really great. We, <laughs> um, it's really taking great. it to the next level, that's the next step. Yeah. Um, I have yeah. a box of business cards here. I'm going to figure out, I, I think I'm just going to go to like bamboo on like a Saturday night. Cars. And just put them on cars. Yeah. yeah. Put them on the bar. We I we need a grassroots. You know, you know, bamboo, they put those advertisements on the tables. Wonder Maybe. if we can get a picture of our of the card under the table. I, I, I yeah. I'm wonder how much that costs. I can I can look into that. I'm, we know a few people there. Yes, we do. We should figure that out. Yeah. Plus we're gonna probably own it in, yes. the, in a couple years. Yeah, so that's pretty much Yeah, but by the way, everybody, if you go to bamboo bar, we're we're gonna own it. Yeah. So we're buying bamboo bar. Yeah, that we're, that's in the works. It's in the works. It's in the works. And um uh but no, I, I and a lot of you will not be welcomed. No. <laughs> uh, it's more like a personal. We just want to have it to ourselves. It's going to be more of a private thing. Yeah, it's a private it's club. It's going to be more of a private. Yeah, it's going to be very. It's going to be like very exclusive. It's going to be like the um, Oakmont of of uh, the North Hills. In, invitation yeah, only. Yes, it's the Oakmont of it's, bars. We're gonna we're gonna create a, a membership to yeah, Bamboo. It's like bar. Augusta. Yes, it's going to be the it's gonna be beautifully manicured grounds. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to finally remove that porta potty in the lot. Yeah, We're going to yeah, get that out of there. Out of there. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to clean it up a bit. Clean. Class it up. Classy. We're going to class it up. Okay, I'm, guys. Just a heads up. Everyone, enjoy the uh, hockey postseason. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Michael Papinchak Show. For all your tailoring needs, head up to Chico Tailors at 133 West North Street, Butler, PA, 16001. Call them at 724-287-5814. Email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment.